Thank you for listening to the Love Your Bod Pod. Before we dive in, just my usual disclaimer that this podcast in general is for educational and informational purposes only and does not substitute individual medical or mental health advice. Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host. I'm Kara Karin-Safeli. I'm a certified health coach and I help human beings heal their relationship with food. I help them make healthy living and healthy eating fun and easy as opposed to stressful and exhausting and time-consuming and confusing and full of guilt and shame. And today's podcast topic is continuing on with the Q&A series. So today it's all questions about talking to other people about diet culture. And The three questions are, what do I do when someone else complains about their body size? How do you cut off or speak up to body negative people when it's your mom or your family? And I think also just in general. And how do your family and friends feel about your work? Do they get it or do they think you're crazy? And I totally giggled when I read that, do they think I'm crazy? (laughs) Because like, I totally get that. Like if you are just hearing about the anti-diet culture and intuitive eating for the first time, it's probably going to sound really crazy because it just goes against the grain of what we're used to hearing. So I thought that question was really fun. Um, Okay, so before I dive into answering those questions, a quick little announcement reminder about Food Body Soul. So it is still open for enrollment. And if you don't know, it is my brand new group coaching program. It's 12 weeks long and we wrap up with a beautiful, all-inclusive three-day in-person retreat in Los Angeles. So the first 12 weeks are all virtual. You can be wherever you are. And then y'all get to fly into beautiful, sunny Southern California in January. And if you're on the East Coast or the Midwest, it's probably cold as shit. And I'm assuming right around January, you're gonna be ready for a beautiful trip to like California where it's like often 70 degrees and sunny in January. So that's besides the point. Now, Food Body Soul is a program to help you transform your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, which ultimately transform your relationship with life. So one of the common things that I hear from women on the phone when we're on discovery calls is how they have kind of like uh, a pretty amazing life. Like they might have a career that they love or family and friends job they're in school and they know that they have a really good life but they feel like they're not enjoying it as much as they want to or they know that they could be so much happier but their relationship with food and their body is holding them back it's keeping them from truly engaging and enjoying the really awesome life that they have or I've had women tell me that they feel like their relationship with food and the struggle with weight loss is like the one thing in their life they can't seem to get right like they've accomplished so many other things and for whatever reason this food and body thing is like what makes them feel like such a big failure. So if you resonate with that, then I want to invite you to enroll because Food Body Soul is so much more than just helping you develop a normal healthy relationship with food. Like of course that's a part of it and and it's not just about you connecting more deeply to your body and your body wisdom and healing your relationship with your body and developing a positive body image. Like it is about that and that's important, but ultimately it's about you standing in your power and showing up in your life and truly being happy and enjoying it and being engaged and no longer having the food in the body stuff hold you back or keep you from doing the things that you want to do so that you no longer like wait to lose the weight or so you can stop feeling like a failure because you're not 
if you're struggling with food in your body. You're not a failure at all. But this program will have a profound ripple effect to every area of your life because your relationship with food in your body is often a mirror for your relationship with life. And so when you transform those two areas, it has a ripple effect. And ultimately, it changes your life. And I'm really excited for the women in this program. It's a group program, so you're going to have that community element. And community is such a huge role in healing this process because it can be really isolating. We can feel really alone. At least I know I felt alone when I was going through this. And so the group is just amazing. The sisterhood is amazing. And not only have I hosted groups, but I've been a part of groups and truly the community and the friendships that you build, having that support system that you can go and turn to when you're having a bad day or you're struggling and they're going to be able to support you and empathize with you is so healing because sometimes the people in our lives, like while they love us and want to support us, sometimes they just don't know how because they don't get it. If they don't have, if they've never struggled with food, sometimes you're like, well, like just eat it or like, what's the deal? Or like, if you're struggling with binge eating, they might be like, just stop. And it like, it doesn't, it's hard to empathize. So being in this group container is going to really change your life in that way. So I'm so excited about it. Go to karaskitchen.net forward slash FBS. Again, karaskitchen.net forward slash FBS if you want to apply and learn more. Okay. Let's get on to today's Q&A questions all about how to talk to others about diet culture. So the three questions that I'm answering today are, what do I do when someone else complains about their body size? How do you cut off or speak up to body negative people, especially when it's your mom or family? And how do your family and friends feel about your work? Do they get it or do they think you're crazy? And I totally giggled at that last bit, do they think I'm crazy? Because I could see why they would think I'm crazy. Because a lot of what I say goes against the grain, goes against the grain of what we're taught. So I understand at first being resistant or raising an eyebrow or not thinking what I'm saying makes sense or is true because again, it goes against what we're taught. So we'll get to that. Thanks for the personal question. Okay. Now, before I answer the first two, I want to kind of just quickly chat about why it's such a problem that so many of us have these diet culture types of conversations. So when we're with groups of people, especially as women, talking negatively about our bodies and talking about what we're doing with food, like I'm eating this or I'm not eating this or I'm trying this new diet because I've been really bad or because I'm feeling really gross or like I, you know, I'm going back into the dating scene and I need my revenge body or like whatever it is. These types of conversations are incredibly common, but they're also incredibly toxic. And part of the reason is because they actually encourage and promote disordered eating. So talking about removing food groups or getting the salad when you want something else or skipping meals or over-exercising, that's promoting disordered eating. It's encouraging it. And that's, again, toxic. Now, the other component is that when we're talking really negatively about our bodies, it ends up making us think more about our bodies. And ultimately, it makes us think more about food. And when we're spending a lot of time thinking about food in our bodies, we're not spending that time thinking about other more important things in our lives that matter to us. And so they're in a way like not only toxic, but in a way they're unproductive and they actually keep us stuck in the disordered relationship with food in our body. And they keep us at the, in, with that, like they keep that war going on in our head, especially if we're in the recovery process. Like, you know, when we're struggling with food in our body, we think about food all the time. Like it's on our mind a lot. And these types of conversations just make it on our mind even more. So 
when we start to change the conversation for ourselves and then ultimately the conversations with the people in our lives, it's a really beautiful opportunity to have a ripple effect and change the conversation on a larger scale. So I'm excited to arm you with some practical tips on how you can speak up about this topic with people in your lives. Okay, so my answers to the first two questions are very similar. So again, they are, what do I do when someone else complains about their body size? And question number two is, how do you cut off or speak up to body negative people when it's your mom or your family? So the questions to these, I'm sorry, the answers to these questions are very similar. So the first thing you could do is to change the subject. So maybe you find a piece of their conversation that you can pivot the conversation. So for example, if someone is saying, I really need to try this new keto diet and remove all of the carbs and the sugar so that I can lose weight because I'm going on vacation in Hawaii and I'm going to be in a bathing suit. You could say, oh my God, I love Hawaii. Like I've always wanted to go there or like, oh, the last time I was there, we stayed here and like the restaurant had this great food or I went surfing or blah, 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 right? So you can actually take a piece of their sentence, like what they're saying and use it to pivot to the conversation and change the subject. And that's something that you can do that's non-confrontational and it's casual and you're not, you know, calling that person out by pivoting the conversation. Now, the next thing that you can do is you can walk away. Like you can actually remove yourself from the conversation. You could say, hey, I need to go to the bathroom or hey, I really need to take this phone call or reply back to this text. Or if you're with a large group of people, you could might just say like, hey, I'll be right back, gotta go and remove yourself from the conversation. Now, the first two I think are a little easier because they don't really necessarily mean that you have to speak up, which is the third tip. And I know that this can be the hardest one. So this question specifically said, how do you cut off or speak up? The how is like you just do it. So you have to step into your power and speak your mind, speak your truth. And this doesn't have to come from negativity. It can come from kindness and love and empathy. And you can do this in a couple of different ways. You can actually say something like, you know what? Like I'm actually like, not trying to lose weight anymore. I'm actually working on body acceptance. Or you can say, you know what? I'm actually like no longer dieting and removing foods. I'm actually working on incorporating intuitive eating into my life. Or you can say something like, you know what? Like I actually don't remove food groups from my life anymore. I actually think that I'm, I deserve to eat whatever I want whenever I want, or I deserve to honor my hunger and eat when I'm hungry. Or you could say something like, you know what? I'm actually okay with my body. And I, I, I'm curious, have you ever considered body acceptance as opposed to continuing to try to lose weight? So you can speak up your mind from those types of ways. And when you say those statements to people who are caught up in diet culture, they can be like a little bit of like a, a jaw drop, mic drop, eye-opening moment of like, oh, I had never considered not hating my body or oh, I had never considered body acceptance. And so those comments of just saying what's true for you can really help facilitate a really beautiful conversation you could also just say like hey when you talk negatively about your body this is how it makes me feel or when you talk negatively about my body this is how it makes me feel and you can go from that point of view as well like that's a way to speak up you don't have to call them out you don't have to call them names you don't have to get angry at them you can come at it from a place of love from a place of wanting to share where you're at and what you're learning this is also an opportunity where you could share resources with people so episode 33 of my podcast called this is diet culture is a podcast episode I recorded specifically for those of you who are engaging in this 
anti-diet space who wanted to have something to share with people in your life who are still caught up in diet culture. So you could say, hey, you know what? I hear you talking really negatively about food and your body. And I've actually been learning a lot about this new thing that's actually about no longer dieting and trying to pursue weight. It's actually about intuitive eating and food freedom and body neutrality and being weight neutral as well. You know, I'd love to share this podcast with you that explains a little bit about diet culture and how it affects us and that we have an option to opt out. Would you be curious of listening to it? Here's the link. You know, you can, you can actually like speak up or cut people off without being like rude and condescending. And you can come at it from like a genuine place of wanting to not only protect yourself in your healing journey, but plant some seeds for the people in your life. And this is really beautiful because again, this is how we affect change on a larger scale. When we change the conversation for ourselves and then on an interpersonal level, we then have the opportunity to change it on a larger scale so this is how we change the world so the more that we talk about this and the more that the people in our lives talk about this the more we change the narrative on a grander scale so i hope that that was helpful just to reiterate those tips change the subject walk away or remove yourself from the conversation or speak up and step into your power and and speak your truth now to get to the third and final question which is how do your family and friends feel about your work? Do they get it or do they think you're crazy? Um, (laughs) I think for the most part they get it. And honestly, like I've had a lot of my family members and a lot of my friends tell me recently how important they think my work is. Or if at first, I've had some friends at first like not get what I was doing and not understand my point of view and my perspectives because because the anti-diet perspective is very radical it's very polarizing in the sense that it it goes against the grain of most of the messages that we hear and so all of a sudden I was going against the grain of the messages that my family and friends were hearing and at first some of them didn't really get it and as time has gone by and they've heard it a little bit more they've softened to it so they're more open-minded to it and I even even I was resistant to this at first because again it goes against what I had been taught and you kind of have this moment where you're like oh if this is true then I've been lied to and that's kind of a confronting space to be in but as I've spent more time doing this and I've been doing it longer the more receptive they are and my family is now learning about my past with an eating disorder so they're even more receptive because of the place from which I'm sharing I'm sharing about what I'm sharing and I'm doing the work that I'm doing in the world because it comes from such a deep place within me. You know, it comes from like the darkest experience of my life, which was my eating disorder. And now my work is my brightest light. Like I'm so passionate about what I do and my family sees that and my friends see that. And I think they're proud of me for taking risks and being bold and and sharing so vulnerably. So, So for the most part, they're proud of me and they're getting it more and more And I think that that's something that you can also take with you is the fact if at first they're resistant, like if at first people in your life are a little resistant to it, just know that this message, this new way of living is radical, different, confronting, and everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's on their own timeline. And you have to be ready to embrace this message because it does require us getting out of our comfort zone. So 
if if at all you do is plant some seeds and it takes them time to you know open up to to this new way of being that's okay planting the seed is still awesome and it's still a gift and you don't know how it will affect them by just planting the seed you don't know how that that how it's going to grow what it's going to turn into so Okay, I hope that this podcast episode was super helpful and that you got a lot out of it. If so, please leave a ratings and review on iTunes or share it in your Instagram stories. I love it when you guys take a screenshot and you tag it in your Instagram stories and I open up the app and I see those. That makes me so happy and it's like a little virtual thank you know and you know, if you're loving it, please share the love back. I'd be so grateful. All right, I will see you guys all next week. Thank you. Thank you.